Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right away, we're going to be praying for the nations of the world. And this morning, we are going to be praying. Today is the seven, praying for the nations. I'm going to be praying for the nations of the world. And um, in specific focus today, we're going to be praying for San Marino. Ghana, Togo, Burkina Faso, Guinea, China, Lithuania. We're going to be praying for these nations. Hallelujah. I'm going to be decreeing and declaring that the devil will not have his way in these nations, even at this time. He will not have his way in these nations, even at this time. We refuse for him to proceed any further with his wicked evil and unreasonable acts in the nations. We declare that the nations are at peace. We declare that the nations, even at this time, they will function in God's perfect will, plans and purposes for them at this time. We refuse for evil to be considered good and good to be considered evil. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and using that scripture, as the Lord has raised intercessors, we as intercessors, interceding for the nation, declaring that things are turned aright. Things are turned aright in the nations. In every one of these countries, whatever is holding them hostage, whatever plans of the enemies must have been going on for a while, we bring them to book even now and say that they proceed no further. That the children of God in these nations, they will rise up, taking their place as intercessors for the nation and taking a hold of God's word and ensuring that it comes to pass in their nation. For this is the time of the church. This is the time of the church. And we refuse for the devil, the antichrist, the plans of the enemy to proceed any further in this nation. Let us begin to pray at this time. We refuse to 
Rakasha, <laughs> 
Right now, even as we call the names of each of these nations, specifically declaring God's word concerning them, you are going to call the name of your country. And you're going to decree, pick specific situations in your country to make the change, effect the change even now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will declare concerning the lawmakers in your nation, concerning the president, the governors, Mako Shatakabaya, Elikonda Kasatakabaya, Lindy Satakabaya, insisting Meleko Shatakabaya that they function in God's wisdom. Leko Satakabaya, you break the bonds of the devil. Masetekebaya, constituting new stars in your nation and trying to sweep things his way. Lika Sufrakabaya, you cut off his holds. And declare that the men of God, the children of God are bolder. They are bolder to declare the word. And yes, intercessors are rising in your nation. They are rising to make the change. Likabaya, we will refuse to be quiet henceforth. Even as children of God in our different nations, let us can your mute our mics and begin to pray. Declaring God's word. We are bold. Oh, my God. 
Shut 
Yes, Lord, Niga Baro Sakate Nedia, and Kitelenda Bila Brakto Satalabia, and even now, Nintaka. Ninga Baya Kia Hataya, Constantin Lituania, San Francisco, Ghana, Togo, Burkina Faso, China, Guinea, Repandi, Cross Hataya, and every nation represented on this call today. Me Congressicra do Pradita Tale Kamba Koradesh Takalea, Makora Sata Kabaya, Mila Sika Bande Kika Kabaya Labashata. We declare, O Lord, that. Your goodness that fills the earth, Makea Lamandi. The people will experience it in their various nations. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Le Commande Kabaya, we pray against men, women who are responsible for creating poverty in the nations, who have hijacked the financial systems of the nations to create poverty with their greed, selfishness, and evil works. Le Kobakoste Ekandi Falito Parade. Yes, the financial systems of these nations are freed from wicked and unreasonable men, from dubious men. Yes, the nations of God are freed from terrible economic policies orchestrated by people that have bound them and kept them in poverty. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we decree that evil is no further in this nation. Evil has no place in this nation. We decree that good is good. And godliness is established in the nations. We diminish the resources of wicked and unreasonable men. We call up their influences and their powers to control Control the nations, Maleko Sataya, for their selfishness. Likakora Satakabaya, Elikombra de Gabaya, Elikosatea, we free the nations from fear. Makekabaya, we proclaim deliverance for those nations, deliverance for their leaders. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lekoranenda Kabaya, we repeal every unjust, wicked, and evil law that has been passed in these nations. Maleko Paleka. Sakia la conta kalinga parasa sakia katuna mahashne kabaya. We cut them up. What well, is the time of the church? Mante kereba sakabaya. Therefore, no laws that makes life unbearable for the citizenry of these nations will ever stand. We call them up. We cut them up. We refuse for them to stand in these nations. Only the will of the Father. Laws and policies that are good for men and good for God in these nations. Only such laws will stand, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The church rules. The church dominates. The influence, the affluence of the church is increased in these nations. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you. 
Yes, this is the day of the church. And only your will, dear Father, is established in the nations of the earth. Thank you, precious Father. Oh, for in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. Oh, praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to be inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. I'd like to say thank you so much for joining in and interceding for the nations of the world, which is the will of the Father at such a time as this, as he has instructed. We keep watching and praying for the nations. Thank you for making changes in these nations and your nation today. All three the cost of life, altering the cost of things in these nations. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to lead this session of intercessory prayers. Over to you right away, dear esteemed um, Sister Harriet, for the worship segment after which we'll be having the Rhapsody of Reality segment. God bless you all. Have a beautiful day and happy Easter. Oh, Barakasika Baranuski Namahanda. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For this nation shall never remain the same. Libra sons Sekrikata. Oh, Father, we magnify you. We worship you. We give you all the praise and glory and honor that is due your name, O oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweet spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I have seen your greatness in my life, O Lord. And beheld your power and your glory. You were more than I can imagine. You're my time and eternity, Lord, you are my life. I have seen your greatness in my life, O oh Lord, and beheld your power and your glory. You were more than I can imagine, you're my time and eternity. Lord, you are my life. You're the beauty of my harmony. You're the sweet sound of my melody. You're the never-ending music of my heart. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you. You're my strength, my joy, my song. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you. You're my strength, my joy, my song. 
You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. Hey, Lord, I lift my hands in worship of your name. Oh, you were kind, you were good, you were gracious, Lord. My life will never hold tired to worship you, Lord. Hey, I have seen your greatness in my life, oh Lord, yeah. And beheld the power of your glory. Imagine you're my time and eternity. Lord, you are my life. You're my beauty and my memory. You're the sweet sound of my melody. You're the never ending music of my heart. Lord, you are my life. My voice will never tire of praising you. You're my strength, my joy, my song. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. Our minds will never tire of praising you. You're our strength, our joy, our song. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are our lives. Our voices will never tire of praising you. You're our strength, our song, our joy. You're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are our life. Our voice will never tire of praising you. You're my strength, my joy. My song, you're absolutely wonderful and amazing. Lord, you are my life. Lord, you are my life. Lord, you are my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You are life. You are life. Every one of us here in this house. And we thank you. Because our voice will never tire of praising you. Never stop. Thank you for the opportunity to be known of you. To be loved by you. To be tutored by you to be helped by you, to be made a success in all our fears of life by you. Thank you, Father. Even as we review the word of God for today, 
Thank you because that word that changes a man's life forever will be ministered to everyone in this house. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Muslim family. It's a blessing to be here today and to take the wraps of your realities article. I want to thank our co-host for the sessions already handled. Praise God. Today's a special day. It's Easter Sunday, and I want to say happy Easter to everyone of us in the house today. Happy Easter, happy Easter. Today is significant of many things, and I pray that the remembrance of what Christ did for you would launch you into a whole new level, a whole new level of your walk with God, a whole new level of your walk of love, of your walk of faith, your walk with the word, your walk with God as your father. You know, praise God. He didn't die for Christians. The title of today's devotional article, it's Sunday 9th, April 2022. Praise God. He didn't die for Christians. So the, the article is on your screen. So we can actually all read together. Praise God. When we speak, so I'm going to take the opening scripture reading first. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Second Corinthians 5 and verse 17. This is a scripture that quite a number of us know. So it says, when we speak generically, we say Jesus died for the whole world. Yes, that's absolutely correct. But in some, ten, in some sense, he didn't die for Christians. There's a huge difference when we say all of us, meaning everyone in the world and all of us referring to Christians. In the generic sense, Jesus died for all of us. The whole world was judged for us. But when you believed that he died for you and was raised back to life for your justification, it became possible for eternal life to be impacted to your spirit. Once that happened, you were born again. You became a Christian, a new creation. The new creation is a brand new man, a brand new species of being. He has no past. You are in the same person that was born of your father and mother. That's the old man with the sin nature. That old man and old you died with Christ. Knowing these, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should serve sin. Romans 6 and verse 6. The new you, the new creation, came from the resurrection. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Romans 6 and verse 4. This new you is created in righteousness and holiness and that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Ephesians 4.24, hallelujah. If this is, if it's true that the new creation has no past and it's true that he isn't, then he isn't the one that Jesus died for. Understanding this will help you a great deal in your Christian work. That's why I prayed the prayer earlier. I said, this Easter, reminiscing on the 
on what Easter is, meditating on the meaning of Easter, I pray that it will launch you to a whole new level in your walk with God. Said to make it easier for you to understand why you are justified. The Bible says Jesus Christ was raised back to life for our justification. Romans 4 and verse 25. You've been justified in him. In other words, in the mind of justice, you never sinned. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. You know, um, you'll be able to relate with this. In our work with God, um, Satan is not a factor, you know, he's, um, he's rendered useless and ineffective in our work with God. But he's a strategic guy. You know, I was saying yet, um, a few days ago, I said that um, if Satan did not have enough fear in him to not go after Jesus, to tempt Jesus, don't, don't, don't think that he's going to leave you out of his plans in the world. So he's going to plan you, he's going to come after you. But what is the thing that keeps him away from you? The Bible said that after he attempted Jesus, if you read the story of the temptation in Matthew 4, you find that at the end of it all, he said, and the devil left him, that is Jesus, for a season. So that means in another season, sometime in the season of life, he came back again. And that's the strategy of the devil. He'll come from different season and season. But what's your confidence when he comes that he would not have you where he wants you? Is your understanding of the word of God? Your understanding of the word of God. So I was saying that the devil has been rendered useless and ineffective in our work with God. But one of his strategies is guilt. It's sin consciousness. It's guilt consciousness. You know, so I did something wrong and it's so wrong I shouldn't have done it. Then I give the devil an opportunity to use those thoughts to keep me in a space, to make me sad, to make me feel unwanted and unloved by God, to make me feel like I don't qualify for the blessings of God that were given to me free of charge even before I had enough sense to believe in God. So he's going to use your mind. So it's your mind. Your mind is the battlefield of life. And this is why understanding and re reading and understanding the book Power of Your Mind is very, very key to a successful Christian work. We did a review of that book earlier. Maybe we should do another one. You know, your mind is where the devil fights you. And remember, your mind is the doorway to your spirit and life is spiritual. Your mind is the bridge between your spirit and your body. If you're going to be healed because your spirit is not sick, your spirit is not poor, your spirit is everything that God made it to be. But for it to transcend from your spirit into this material world, into your physical body, for that healing in your spirit, that divine health in your spirit to manifest in the physical, in your physical body, it has to connect through your mind because your mind is the doorway to your spirit. So that door has to open so that healing, divine health can flow from your spirit into your body. And your mind is that connector. So if you'll be fine, it depends on your mind. If you're going to be wealthy, it depends on your mind. If you're going to be healthy, it depends on your mind. And often that's where the devil comes after you. And that's why Romans 12 verse 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. He said that ye might know, that you might be able to judge, that you might be able to tell what is the good, what is the perfect, what is the acceptable will of God. You know, you'll be able to tell all the will of God. The good one, you would enjoy it. The acceptable one, you will negotiate it. The perfect one, you can, believe, you, can, you can go for it. You can settle for it. 
So what you think about God matters a lot. What you believe about God matters a lot. What you believe about Jesus Christ matters a lot. What you believe about the Holy Spirit matters a lot. Who they are, what they have said they are, according to the scriptures. What you have, who they made you by virtue of who they are. What you have in Christ, what you can do as an individual, what you can do. Imagine a president not knowing that there are certain things he can sign into law. He actually has such executive orders. And then there's a law that is infringing into his responsibilities of his office. Meanwhile, all he needs is to sign something into law that protects that thing. Excuse me. So um, you're really going to have to work on your mind. That's, that's what comes to my spirit, you know, as I review today's devotional article. Your understanding of the righteousness that Jesus Christ gave you, your understanding of the justification that you got from the resurrection is very key to the kind of life that you walk in. When we talk about billions as died and billions as died, if you do it, it's dependent on your knowledge, your understanding of this knowledge that we talk about. Why did Jesus come? When he came for you, what did he do for you? What did he, what did he provide for you by virtue of what he did? What did he make you? What did he give you? All of these things. And it starts with that understanding in your mind, that place where you come to, where there's no turning back, where you're like, ah, this is the life that God has given me. I refuse to settle for anything less. And if any circumstance of life seems to tell you otherwise, you fight your fight of it, you unleash your stupid proclamation on such matters, stubborn enough to cough it, cause it to conform to your proclamations of faith. So brothers and sisters, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Is Easter Sunday? This is one Sunday you must never miss. You have to be in church. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Pastor Oini at this moment. I'll pray over the offering so that at the time when Pastor Debbie takes over, she would round off the meeting is Sunday and we want to round off away ahead of time. Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone connected here today. It's a beautiful Easter Sunday and we are grateful for the gift of Christ, for his death, for his burial and his resurrection that birthed us, the new creation in Christ Jesus. The ones you said that as he is, so are we in this world, not the Christ that died, not the one that was buried, but the one that was raised from the dead, the new Christ and the one that was ascended, that was ascended and glorified as King and as God and as Lord. That's the one that we are like. Thank you, because we are raised up from all the decadence, from all the corrupting influences and all the evil in this world. We live the life we've been given. We live above the troubles and the circumstances of this life. We live our life in Christ. Christ is a place and that's where we dwell. I pray for everyone who is giving an offering even this morning, either sending to the church or their PCA for their cells. I declare that the offering is blessed, sanctified by your Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. And I decree and invoke the power of multiplication, a quick harvest you give unto them in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Insight into realities, that keen mental aptitude, the insight into and the understanding of all things by the power of the Holy Spirit, all knowledge is accessible to them in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Congratulations, esteemed family. Happy Easter. Over to you, esteemed pastor. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Friday segment. Good morning, good evening. Good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. Happy Easter. Praise God. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Diabetes. Praise God. Romans 6 verse 4 says, Therefore, if we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. Romans 4.25, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Ephesians 4.24, and puts on the new nature the regenerated self created in God's image, God-like in true righteousness and holiness. Praise God. Please let's take the prayer together. I worship you, Father, Lord God of heaven and earth, for blessing me with your word. I declare that I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. I refuse to struggle for anything, for you've blessed me richly with all things to enjoy. I walk in favor, divine health, and prosperity all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are in Luke 12. We are reading from chapter 1 to 12. Praise God. Caption. <clears throat> Excuse me. Caption can't hide behind the religious marks. By this time, the crowd, widening and stepping on each other's toes, numbered into the thousands. But Jesus' primary concern were his disciples. He said to them, Watch yourselves carefully so you don't get contaminated with Pharisees' yeast. Pharisees' holiness. You can't keep your true self hidden forever. Before long, you'll be exposed. You can't hide behind the religious marks forever. Sooner or later, the marks will slip and your true face will be known. You can't whisper one thing in private and preach the opposite in public. The day is coming when those whispers will be repeated all over town. I'm speaking to you as dear friends. Don't be bluffed into silence or insincerity by the threats, by the threats of religious bullies. True, they can kill you, but then what can they do? There's nothing they can do to your soul, your calling. Save your fear for God, who holds your entire life, body, and soul in his hands. What's the price of two or three pet canneries? Some loose change, right? But God never overlooks a single one, and he pays even greater attention to you, down to the last detail, even numbering the hairs on your head. So don't be intimidated by all this bully talk. You are worth more than a million canaries. Stand up for me among the people you meet, and the Son of Man will stand up for you before all God's angels. If you pretend you don't know me, do you think I'll defend you before God's angels? 
if you badmouth the son of man out of misunderstanding or ignorance, that can be overlooked. But if you are knowingly attacking God's, God himself, taking aim at the Holy Spirit, that won't be overlooked. When they drag you into their meeting places or into police courts and before judges, don't worry about defending you. The spirit words will be there. The Holy Spirit will give you the right words when the time comes. Caption, the story of the greedy farmer. Someone out of the crowd said, teacher, order my brother to give me a fetch of my family inheritance. <laughs> he replied, mister, what makes you think it's any of my business to be a judge or mediator for you? Speaking to the people, he went on, take care. Protect yourself against the least bit of greed. Life is not defined by what you have, even when you have a lot. When he told them, then he told them the story. The farm of a certain rich man produced a terrific crop. He talked to himself, what can I do? My barn isn't big enough for this harvest. Then he said, here's what I will do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I will gather all my grain and goods. And I will say to myself, you've done well. You've got it made and can now retire. Take it easy and have the time of your life. Just then, God showed up and said, fool, you die. Tonight you die. And you're burned full of goods. Who gets it? That's what happens when you fill your band with self and not with God. Praise God. Let's come to the end of today's New Testament reading and say big thanks to Mr. Maka for this opportunity. Do have a prolific day. God bless you. I love you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Testament segment of our new Bible plan. We will be reading the book of Gideon. Chapter, I said Gideon, <laughs> Book of Judges, chapter one, uh, chapter seven and eight. And um, we are continuing with the story of Gideon. Thank you so much, esteemed Staraka, for the opportunity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Martins, for sharing the scripture on the screen. So, Jerubal, who is also known as Gideon, got up early the next morning. All his troops right there with him, they set up camp at Harold's Spring. The camp of Midian was in the plain, not of them, near the hill of Moreh. God said to Gideon, you have too large an army with you. I can't turn Midian over to them like this. They will take all the credits, saying I did it all myself, and forget about me. Make a public announcement. Anyone afraid? Anyone who has any qualms at all may leave Mount Gilead now and go home. 22 companies headed for him. 10 companies were left, God said to Gideon. There are still too many. Take them down to the stream and I'll make a final post. When I say this one goes with you, he will go. When I say this doesn't go, he won't go. So Gideon took the troops down to the stream. God said to Gideon, everyone who Laps with his tongue, the way a dog laps set on one side, 
and everyone who needs to drink, drinking with his fist to the water, set to the other side. 300 laughed with their tongues from their cupped hands, while the rest knelt to drink. God said to Gideon, I will use the 300 men who laughed at the stream to save you and give me their into your hands. All the rest may go home. After Gideon took all their provisions and trumpets, he sent all the Israelites home. Took up his position with the 300 camp of Midian stretched out below him in the valley. That night, God told Gideon, Get up and go down to the camp. And giving it to you. If you have any doubts about going down, go down with Pura, your armor bearer. When you hear what they are saying, you'll be bold and confident. He and his armor bearer, Pura, went down near the place where sentries were posted. Midian and Amalek. All the Easterners were spread out on the plain like a swarm of locusts and their camels passed counting like grains of sand on the seashore. Gideon arrived just in time to hear a man tell his friend in dream. He said, I had this dream. A loaf of barley bread tumbled into the Midianite camp. It came to the tents and hit it so hard it collapsed. The tent fell. Strength said, This has to be the sword of Gideon, son of Joash. The Israelites, God has stunned Midian. The whole camp over to him. When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the situation, he dropped to his knees before God in prayer. Then he went back to the Israelites' camp and said, Get up and get going. God has just given us the Midianites and divided the 300 men into three companies, gave each man a trumpet and an empty jar with a torch in the jar said, watch me and do what I do. When I get to the edge of the camp, do exactly what I do. When I, when I and those with me blow the trumpets, you also, all around the camp, blow your trumpets and shout, for God and for Gideon. Gideon and his 100 men got to the edge of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch. Just after the sentries had been posted, they blew the trumpets at the same time, smashing the jars they carried. All three companies blew the trumpets and broke the jars. They held the torch, torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hand, ready to blow and shout. They sword for God and for Gideon they were stationed all around the camp. Each man at his post, all Midianites camp jumped to his feet, they yelled and flew. And the 300 blew the trumpets, God aimed each Midianite's sword against his companion. All over the camp, they ran for their lives to Beth Shita, towards Zerera, the border of Ebel Mehola, near Taba. Israel, Israelites rallied from Naphtali, from Shah, and from all over Manasseh. They had Midian on the run. Gideon then sent messengers through all the hill country of Ephraim, urging them, come down against Media, capture the fords of the Jordan at Beth Bar. So all the men of Ephraim rallied and captured the fords of the, of the Jordan at Beth Barra. They also captured the two Midianite commanders, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at Raven Rock, killed Zeb at Wolf Wine Press, and they Pressed the pursuit of Midian. They brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon across the Jordan 
Christian love. Then the Ephraimites said to Gideon, why did you leave us out of this? <clears throat> Not calling us when you went to fight him. You were indignant and letting him know it. But Gideon replied, what have I done compared to you? Why? When the gleanings of Ephraim are superior to the vintage of Abiezer, God gave you Midian's commanders, Oreb and Z. What have I done compared with you? And they heard this, they calm down and pulled off. <laughs> Gideon and his 300 arrived at the Jordan and crossed it. They were bone tired, but still pressed the pursuit. Asked the men of Sukkot, please give me some loaves of bread for my troops. I have with me. They are worn out and I am hot on the trail of Seba and Zalmuda, the Midianite kings. But the leaders of Sukkot said, You are on a wild goose chase. How should we help you on a fool's errand? Gideon said, If you say so, when God gives me Zeba and Zamuna, I will give you a trash. Whip your bare flesh with desert palms and pieces. Went from there to Peniel and made the same request. The men of Peniel, like the men of Sukkot, also refused. Don't tell them, when I return safe and sound, I will demolish this tower. Zeba and Zamuna were in Kakor with an army of about 15 companies. All that was left. Of the fighting force of the Easterners, they had lost 120 companies of soldiers. He then went up to the caravan, went up the caravan trail east of Noba and Jobeha, found an attack on defended camp. Zeba and Zamuna fled, but he chased and captured the two kings of Libya. Whole camp had panicked. The young son of Josh returned from the battle by way of the fairest pass. Captured a young man from Sukkot and asked him questions. The young man wrote down the names of the officials and leaders of Sukkot, 77 men. He then went to the men of Sukkot and said, Here are the wild geese, Seba and Samuna. You said I'll never catch. We don't give so much as a crap scrap of bread to my one out man. Sounded us, saying that we we're on a fool's errand. Then he took the 77 leaders of Sukkot and trashed them with desert stones and thistles, and it demolished the power of Peniel and killed the men of the city. Then addressed Zaba, Zeba and Zamuna, tell me about the men you killed at time. They were men like, much like you. They said, each one like a king's son. He don't say, they were my brothers and other sons. God lives, if you had let them live, how would you let you? Then he spoke to Jacob, his firstborn, get up and kill them. But he couldn't do it, couldn't draw his sword, was afraid, but still just a boy. Zeba and Zamuna said, Do it yourself if you are man enough. And Gideon did it, stepped up, killed Zeba and Zamuna. Then he took the Christians and hung on the necks of their camels. Israelites said, Good over us, you and your son and your grandson have saved us from Midianite style. Gideon said, I most certainly will not rule over you, nor will my son. God will reign over you. Gideon said, but I do have one request. Give me, each of you, an earring that you took as plunder. Shalites wore gold earrings, and the men all had their pockets full of them. He said, of course, they are yours. Spread out a blanket, and each man threw his plundered earrings on it. Gold earrings that Gideon had asked for, weighed about 43 pounds. 
if that didn't include the crescent and the pendants, purple robes worn by the Midianite kings, the ornaments hung around the necks of their camels. Gideon made the gold into a sacred effort and put it on display in his hometown, Ephraim. All Israel prostituted itself there. Gideon and his family, too, were seduced by it. Gideon's tyranny was broken by the Israelites. Nothing more was spared from it. The land was quiet for 40 years in Gideon's Jerubal's son of Joash, as Gideon, went home and lived in his house. Gideon had 70 sons. They were fathered them all. He had a lot of wives. His concubine, the one at Shechem, also bore him a son. He named him Abimelech. Gideon, son of Joash, died at a good old age, spared in the tomb of his father Joash at Ophrah of the Abiezrites. Gideon was hardly cool in the tomb when the people of Israel had gotten off track and were prostituting themselves to Baal. He made Baal of the covenants their God, people of Israel forgot all about God, God who had saved them from all their enemies, but earned them in, and they didn't keep faith with the family of Jeroboam, honoring all the good he had done for Israel. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a happy Easter. Thank you so much, Estimbara John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. Praise God. On the screen, you find the affirmation for today. We'll be affirming I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I'll be doing this affirmation five times this morning. Praise God forevermore. So let's go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 At this point, we'll be going into the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God forevermore. For I have received of the Lord as which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the body of Christ that was broken for us. We thank you for the resurrection. We thank you, Lord. For you died for man. You that knew no sin, you were made sin. So that we will be made and we are the righteousness of God. Thank you, Lord, for we receive that righteousness that you have bequeathed to us. Thank you. For yes, we receive the abundance of grace that you have poured out into our lives. Thank you. We reign in life. I reign in life. I reign everywhere I go. 
I reign. I'm superior to Satan. I'm undiable. I am not seekable. The seekable thing has been taken away from me by the power of God's spirit. I reign in life. I rule over every situation and circumstances. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah. After the same manner also you took the cup when you had, after the same manner also you took the cup when you had stopped saying this cup is in the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the lost death till he come. This geese cold frog lashed the beat at the kai cats, keja darita. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. Oh, the cup of resurrection. Lord, we decree this day. Just like you said. In that tomb, when you raised Lazarus from the dead, you said, I am the resurrection and life. And you did prove it. Even when you rose from the dead, you are the resurrection and life. And you said to us, as you are, so are we in this world. We are the resurrection and life. We are the resurrection and life. I am the resurrection and life. I am the resurrection and life. I am the resurrection and life. Nothing dies around me. And even now in the name of the Lord Jesus, I decree everything around me leaves. My business leaves. My bank account leaves. In the name of the Lord Jesus, it grows because it has life. I speak life. I speak life to every one member of my family. I speak life to every family represented here today. I speak life. They grow in abundance. They grow in grace. They grow in wisdom. There is absolute growth, continual growth by the power of God's spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup now. Oh, yes, we grow. We grow, we grow. We grow, we grow. We grow. Mandalaba Yagadodia. We are marvelously helped of God. God helps us to grow. He helps us to grow, grow in everything because we are helped of God. Our growth is unstoppable. We are unstoppable. We constantly and continually grow. We make progress. We move forward. We advance by the power of God's spirit. And we rise. We levitate because we are the resurrection and life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, Ma. And thank you to all our amazing co-hosts. Thank you for all that you do here every day. God bless you. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Glory to God. Happy, happy Easter, everyone. It's the 9th of April, 2023, and we would like to celebrate you today. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, an anniversary, we'd like you to quickly come to the chat room and let us know what it is so that we can celebrate with you. And if this is your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, we would like to meet you. So come quickly to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from Nigeria, if you're connected from outside Nigeria, who would like to know the name of the country, would like to know the country, and of course, who invited you. Praise God, praise God. 
So we have a couple of celebrations today. Sister Desi. Says today is the birthday of the one who introduced me to Sister <laughs> esteemed Sister Maka, Mrs. Angela Ogene. I'm eternally grateful for her. Happy, happy birthday to the esteemed Sister Angela Ogene. Sister Stephanie Samuel said yesterday was my friend's birthday. Her name is Esther Zulu. Happy, happy birthday. Brother Tom says happy birthday to my friend Jonathan. Happy birthday to Jonathan. Um, so first says today is my mom's birthday, Mrs. Bukola Ajiboye. Happy, happy birthday to your mom. Sister Chinwa says today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Jessica. Happy, happy birthday to Jessica. Glory, glory, glory to God. Nido Shanta, Libaro Sante, Kelebron, the Fratisha Paradiga. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for everyone celebrating their loved ones today. We thank you, O oh God, for our loved ones, O oh God. We thank you for their lives. Their lives are full of grace, full of glory, full of excellence, full of beauty, full of splendor. Their lives are characterized by the excellence of your spirit. We thank you, hallelujah, because all things work together for their good in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And even now we pray, if there be any one of our celebrants who is here to give their heart to Christ, any of our loved ones at all who is here to give their heart to Christ, we pray for them today. We decree and declare that they come to the fullness of what Christ came to do for them. And they accept it, hallelujah, giving their lives to Christ, accepting the salvation that God has provided for them in Jesus Christ. Even in this special day of Easter, we should present the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from dead, finalizing the works of salvation. Lord, we thank you. We exalt your holy name. Mantula bakari goshtahaya. Baligizo bradeska paradesta akta sikabande shikibarada sikabaya. Blessed be God forever and ever in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Congratulations, everyone. Happy Easter once again. And right away, we will be taking the prayer of salvation. Um, Brother Martin, if you could help us share the prayer of salvation. If you're here in our midst and you're yet to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, everything we talk about, everything we do will mean nothing to you till you come to the fullness. This place where you accept what he has done for you and confess it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Lord, our son, take you la grande kibaya la basha takabaya. Lego sofre di dosta kabali bizomo takabayi. Hallelujah, praise God. I'd like for you to kindly say this prayer after me. It's also on the screen. I'd like for you to stay after me. You also like to rededicate your life to Christ. You can also take the prayer. Let it mean everything to you. Be conscious of what you're saying and mean it with all of your heart. Say, oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, son of the living God. 
I believe he died for me. And God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Congratulations if you said that prayer of salvation. You are now a new man, a new woman in Christ, a new creation that never existed on the scene before. And the heavens celebrate you today, even as we celebrate you. Congratulations and welcome to the family. We'd like for you to join our groups. We have on the Inspired by the Word group um, books like Now That You're Born Again and The Power of Tongues Ping. And you will need to um, take those books and study them. They are less than an hour read and they will really bless you and bring you into an understanding of the life that you receive and how to proceed in that life pleasing the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I am grateful. And right about now, I'd like for every one of us to kindly unmute our mics as we share the grace in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the 